The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome in, everybody. It's All Pro Lines, the podcast, your uh, your favorite podcast. I don't know. I was going to say it's sort of a, it's a compliment to what we do on social media, but then maybe it's the other way around. Maybe social media is a compliment to the, anyway, you're a part of the All Pro Lines experience here. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you being here. Uh, my name is Kostaki Economopoulos. My guest today is Tom Simmons, my oldest, my oldest comedy buddy, my, my oldest and best and great writer. And he's written some of the jokes that I'll do here today. As a matter of fact, uh, he's been traveling around on cruise ships and he's got an interesting life. And, uh, I would like to talk to him. Uh, well, if we were setting it up right now, we would say the winner of the chiefs Bengals plays the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That's what's going to happen based on what we saw this weekend. Some of the good teams are really – some of the ones we thought were going to be good at the beginning of the season have proved to be really good. And some of the ones we uh, thought would be in the mix are very much in the mix. The Niners and the Dolphins and the Bills and, you know, some of these teams are really kind of – they're 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 kind of separating themselves a little bit. And then, of course, at the bottom we're having the same thing. There are four, five, six, seven teams that are fucking terrible – uh, which is a good segue to my Falcons. <laughs> uh, well, I wish they weren't so bad, but they're bad. We can't deny it. Jerry Oliver's here. Rod Milford's here. Heather Saigo. Good to see you guys. Thanks for being here. That's awesome. That means a lot, guys. Um, all right. What? what let's, the two-minute drill. <laughs> Again, an hour Sunday morning, got a little extra hour in, and then the Falcons wasted three of them, so I'm still down two. Uh, <laughs> how did the Falcons lose this game? The Vikings, they have a good quarterback. There's one good quarterback on their team, and he tears his Achilles, so he's out. Then their backup quarterback is out with a back injury. Then the backup backup gets a concussion, and they have to play a guy who got there on Wednesday. He literally never took a snap in practice. Not one time with the team. He never took a snap from this center. And he managed to scrape and claw his way to a victory, this crazy purple team. So kudos to them and to this particular player, Josh Dobbs. Our coach, Arthur Smith, man, he managed to keep our best players out of any situation where they could help the team. <laughs> they were screwing around and fumbling and throwing interceptions, allowing long touchdowns. I don't know about keeping up with the Joneses, but keeping up with the Smiths, it's not that hard. So the Vikings just traded this week. Tuesday, they traded for Joshua Dobbs from the uh, Cardinals. He's got a degree in aerospace engineering. He interned with NASA. He gets to the Vikings on Wednesday. He doesn't have a single practice rep. <laughs> then they need him. You know what he said? Hey, this isn't rocket science. It's just quarterbacking. The man's a rocket scientist. 
Are we sure that being the 35th best quarterback in the NFL is really the, is the best use of his time? We he can, we could be colonizing Mars, but instead we're going to get the Vikings to 7 and 10. <laughs> He's a rocket scientist. Does that make him the opposite of Andy Dalton, the Amish rifle? That is kind of the those are the two. All right. You know who isn't a rocket scientist? Deontay Johnson. Steelers wide out. Deontay Johnson was fine for ripping the officials last week. Among other things, he said they was calling some stupid stuff. And I don't care what nobody say. He can also expect a strongly worded email from Mrs. Case, my ninth grade English teacher. <laughs> George Pickens, another wide out. Frustrated. He scrubbed the Steelers from his Instagram page and posted a story that said, free me. But free Pickens sounds like a sign in an apple orchard. It's confusing for everybody. Kenny Pickett's the quarterback. I'm starting to think it was a bad idea to draft a quarterback whose name literally means intercept me. His whole name dares you to intercept it. Kenny Pickett. That's his name. Turns out they can't. Uh, seven rookies got the start. And then we had some other quarterbacks. It was so many backups. It was crazy. It was more backups than a moonwalking contest. See, that's a lot of that's a lot of backups. This is my dumbest joke, but I can't I can't stop giggling. I'm doing it anyway. It's a stretch. I know this intellectually, but I'm doing it. Other backups came in too. The Giants played Tommy DeVito. He has no experience. That's the part of, that's the premise you need here. He's got no experience. They should get Danny DeVito. They should get Danny DeVito. Hold on. I'm doing it again. Take two. The Giants played Tommy DeVito. He has no experience. They should get Danny DeVito. At least he's thrown mama from the train. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I like it. No need to change the clocks in the Raiders facility since the owner has already set the team back a decade. The Raiders are now paying two prior coaches who aren't coaching for them. $85 million to not coach for them. Imagine. Mark Davis has a team in worse shape than his hair. It's really, hey, he should sign a deal with sports clips to say he goes to supercuts. That's what he should do. This week, the Raiders moved the ball finally, and Josh McDaniels moved his family. Um, they should have some kind of vocational training program, you know, some kind of for former Patriots assistants and coordinators, teach them a computer program or something, some kind of practical skill they can use out there in the world. The Raiders are going bananas. I don't know if you saw the clips. They're smoking cigars in the locker room and they're celebrating. They're four and five. Can we loan these guys the mission accomplished banner? It's a little, boy, that's an old reference. You got, <laughs> it's got to hurt when you're the former head coach and your players are celebrating, you're getting fired. Like your best friend just had a baby. Uh, football in Germany. It's a little different. The, the ref kept calling illegal use of the hands. H-A-N-S. See, that joke's good in writing, but I don't, I don't think it works. <laughs> I don't think it works out. That's, that's from Brian Kiley. That's good writing. Jalen Hurts has an audible where he yells, uh, Tiger Woods. What does that mean? You bang some models and crash your car? I'm just guessing. That way you change the... Is that when the quarterback sneaks around his, on his wife? That's the Tiger Woods play. Is that when you make a pass to an Applebee's waitress? You're, is that when your girlfriend breaks your windshield with a golf club and you lose your endorsements? Tiger Woods should mean you checked into a play that was really great 10 years ago. See, that's the... All right. 
Arizona got crushed 27 to nothing. You'd think a team named the Cardinals would have a prayer. No. Texans couldn't kick field goals for a while because their kicker got hurt. The Cardinals couldn't kick field goals because they suck and it never got close enough. <laughs> I'm going to a Cardinals game. I'm going to a I, this, I should do the plugs. This is a bad time to do the plugs, but I don't care. It's my thing. I do whatever I want. Um, this weekend, I'm going to Wisconsin. Janesville, Oshkosh, Eau Claire. Tickets are selling well. If you're in Wisconsin, you want to come buy your tickets right now. Uh, make sure you get in. Uh, looks like we're going to have three ass-kicking great, great fun shows. Uh, Bob and Tom have been great support. and There's a little fabric of community there to help get the word out. It's going really well, so I'm excited. And then Sunday, I am going to get up at the – still going to be dark and I'm going to get to an airport and I'm going to fly to Phoenix where I'll be arriving and uh, running around and drinking beer with Andreas and going to see the, see in the Falcons Cardinals game. I'm so excited. Uh, Taylor Heineke. I was kidding him. I said, you gotta, you gotta pack your Taylor. <laughs> We've been going back and forth. He thinks they should play Ritter. My, you gotta pack your Taylor Heineke Jersey. He goes, yeah, this, there's probably only two of those souls. That's assuming that both of his parents are alive. <laughs> get your Heineke Falcons jersey they're flying off the shelves uh, now this is interesting the Texans back up I didn't do the plugs alright hold on so I'm doing the gigs uh, I also got Fargo, Sioux Falls, Ashtabula, Erie coming up uh, Cameo you got a gift for somebody you got to get a gift nobody knows what to get anybody anymore things are boring get an experience get me get me I'll roast his favorite football team for minute and a half i'll say hi i wish happy birthday to grandma whatever you want i'm happy to do it it's cheap and easy and different and memorable it's a perfect gift i actually love cameo as a gift it's a perfect gift uh rate the pod whatever your platform is that you're listening to go and rate you know give us a five-star review uh, it will help the algorithm know that we're doing a thing that people like and patreon last week we had patreon supporters here right here on the podcast as our guests it's one of the little perks we do we don't do a lot of perks it's mostly Mostly what we pitch to you is the idea of the old patronage system, right? In the old days, there was a king or a pope, and he would have the he would have an artist to live on the on the property and feed him and stuff and support him so he could do the art. That's the modern day. We do it with credit cards and, and Patreon. It's a some similar idea. It's like a just put a little five dollar thing on there. It goes to all pro lines. You're supporting the things you like in the world. Vote with your dollars. That's what we that's what we pitch. Um all right, let's do a few more jokes and we'll bring in Tom. Looks like Tom's here. Uh, so this is fascinating to me. The Texans' backup emergency kicker is the running back. And in the fourth quarter, he got the go-ahead field goal. Dari Gumbali. Uh, Ogun Bunwali. I think I'm right. He's the first non-kicker to make a field goal in 20 years. Unless you count all those guys who kicked for the Vikings for a while. Well, those are... The emergency kicker was in that game. We had an emergency quarterback for the Vikings. Can the Falcons get an emergency coach? Can we get an emergency general manager? It's definitely an emergency. This is an earnest question. How is the punter not the best backup place kicker? How is like the beefy backup running back? How is he better at kicking field goals than the punter? Punters, get some get some range in your activities. We got to consult Pat McAfee. There must be an answer to this. I don't understand what it is. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson started Sunday. Started what? Acting like a grown-up? He said not, he said not being on the field with his guys was hard on him. Quote, this is the most guilt I've ever felt. 
Really? Two dozen women would like a word. Two baker's dozen. That's, I believe it's 26. And those are the ones we know about. I'd say he put his foot in his mouth, but that sounds like something he might be into. It's kind of an underrated story that the Browns were terrible for 20 years. They finally started to get okay, and then they signed a quarterback that made them impossible to root for. It's like they found a whole new dimension of football suckitude. I feel bad for the people in northern Ohio. I like you, but the Browns are fun to watch fail, I have to say. Although this week they beat a terrible team badly. We'll see. My kid likes Triceratops and Stegosaurus. I prefer Gene Sterator. He's my favorite. He's... <laughs> it's a dumb joke. Jim Nance and Tony Romo are going to be on Super Bowl commentators this year. Romo is likely to be the only cowboy at the game. Romo's role is color commentary. Isn't that what got John Gruden fired? Isn't that what Jimmy the Greek did? It's too much color commentary. All right, that's enough with the jokes. Let's bring in our guest. He's one of my best friends. I haven't seen him in a while personally, but I, I love this guy. We started together doing comedy, and uh, we still write jokes for each other, and he wrote a few, several of the jokes I just did. He's awesome. He's a, he's a great dude, one of the best comics in America, great writer. He's running around a cruise ship, so I want to check in with him and see what's going on. Tom Simmons, everybody. Hey, friend. Hey, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. How are you? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm all right. I'm a little <laughs> groggy. I had a weird, you know, 20-hour day of flying yesterday, you know, so... Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to get too inside baseball, but I do have several questions about the ships. You're doing ships. You're doing some ships. Right. How, first of all, broadly, how is it doing the ships recently? Is it, is it good? Are you enjoying it? I am. I am. I have a, I'm sort of renewed on comedy again for some reason. I'm excited about it. And, uh, uh, I, I got a man. Um, I, uh, that's good, man. It's, 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 it reminds me of like when we, the day when we were driving around doing like comedy zone rooms and, and Yoda rooms and stuff like that, where, um, I mean, you can, you can, you can get kind of cheerleady or you can just dig in and work on comedy. So that's kind of what I'm doing. So, and the crowds are good. I, I work a bunch of different lines. So I, I'm all over the place. I work NCL and I'm working carnival and I'm working, Holland and Princess and now MSC. So it's like I'm starting to do them a bunch of them and they all have a little different flavor to them. So like one is right. just old white people and one is uh, groups of, you know, it's like a really mixed crowd. Carnival probably has the best like crowds because they're, like, they're real. You know what I mean? It's like lots of lots of different races, lots of different ages, lots of, you know what I mean? And then the comedy club itself is sort of what it is. And then one ship will be like, it's really crappy conditions that you're staying in where you feel like a prisoner and others are you staying in a guest room with a balcony you know so in that but the shows are kind of just okay so it's a mix but i don't i just like being a comedian so I, to me it's their stages and they paid to be a comedian so i i like it so i i starting to get to the point where i've got whatever my five different half hours on this one and then there's we got to do 45s on this one there's some clean some you know so it's like you're doing the whole the whole basket of jokes that you've ever written all over all through the week so it's right one it's it's there's a negative in that you're still doing like stuff you wrote 20 years ago but you're also doing stuff you just wrote but you 
So you're doing, so still you're reaching back and I had to relearn a bunch of old jokes and listen to CDs and, you know what I mean? To find material. And then I would write more. It's harder to, it's harder to just throw. Initially it was harder to just throw stuff out there, you know? Yeah. But yeah, there's some, it takes a ships get a little bit of a weird rap when the, within the comedy community sometimes, but man, if you, you, it takes a real grizzled veteran to do them well it there's so many aspects and factors and you got to do this half hour you can't repeat it there and you got to do eight minutes and then they can't be then you got to be clean then you got to do an adult show and if you're not adult enough if you're like super clean you're not adult at all then they're bored but there's so many things you gotta yeah figure yeah, out yeah. and then it's like a lot you to know, it. and then it's like you get a list from the ship of like here's the jokes here's the topics that we are not allowed to talk about and it's oh like my, really? I haven't it's seen like that. my, it's like on some of them, and it's like oh, that's my set list, right? <laughs> <laughs> no like, politics, oh, no religion, no Federal yeah. Reserve. I can't do jokes about the Federal Reserve. Oh, dude, How I am I gonna? That. Yeah, I haven't done that one, that chunk in a little while. I mean, I'll do it maybe. I'll do that like once every once a month or whatever. I just have enough that I get around it. But I don't know. I just. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And I just, I sort of ignore the list unless it's specific to me. You know, I, I got, I can't, I can't worry about like that other people can't figure out how to do touchy subjects and make everybody laugh. That's not my problem. No, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? No, so I just, yeah. I'll just sort of, uh, you know, cause one time I'll get a review that'll be like, Oh, we love what he does. You know, blah, blah, blah. He takes these big subjects and he talks about them and makes everybody laugh without offending people, you know, whatever, you know, and then the next one's like, he can't talk about people because they don't listen. They just hear the words. So then I just, right. I just ignore it and just do my show and do well. And if I do well, I do, you know, but the road used to be the same thing, man. We used to get the same crap about working the road. It'd be like, ah, they're road comic. And that's what everything. And then you go to New York or LA and blah, blah, blah. And they're all trying to get on the road. That, that's so right. it's, I just like doing comedy. So it's, this is where I, this is where I can do it, you know? And the cool. crowds are like real people. It's, it's cool. You know? So you it's know, changed. You come... I was, I, you, you do ships way more than I have ever done, but, but I was telling some, somebody asked me about ships and I was saying when I first did a, did a several of them back in the day, they really didn't care if you were funny. They just didn't want a letter from an old lady. They were just, yeah. so you had just, you just did the most <laughs> fucking, they just, you just did the most vanilla possible shit to survive. But in the old days, there were a couple of things that are different. One, the crowds were older. They hadn't really marketed them to families yet. So they were old crowds. And the shows they were used to seeing was just all these Broadway-style things where you change hats and feathers 47 times. And it was a very old-school kind of a ethic on the ship. But now on modern ships, the comedy is usually in a place where you have to pick to go to. So it's at least a little bit self-selected instead of just being force-fed to everybody who's there. Right, 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 right. I, I did it early in the early 2000s. Serena and I went on, like, you know, and that was when I was like, it was like, I was, the, you know, that was when I was, I was in my Bill Hicks stage or whatever anyway. So I, I we were, it was not a comfortable week. Right, Serena, right. As Serena and I went around, it felt sort of weird because that was like, you know, like that was, me, me and you, like, like, I don't know how you feel about like how, how politics and stuff and everything is now, like. There's a lot of liberals that would not call me liberal probably now, like on the far left. Oh, but there's no conservatives that would call me a conservative. I can tell you that. But back in, you know, we've been liberals for a long time. You know what I mean? Like gay marriage and blah, blah, like all these things that we sort of fought for and 
made fun of that were like opposite of what the comics were doing back then, right? Right. You know, yeah, so it's, it's just funny. Yeah, gun like control, I'm, we're, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Homophobia, yeah, we're, some of the things that were very tough to talk about in like southern one nighter comedy environments. <laughs> or yeah, or just on the road because it was everybody was divided, or everybody was pro war, and let's go to Iraq, and we're like, what the fuck? Like you know, so, <laughs> right. so we we've been liberal, like we're old ass liberal. You know what I mean? We fought for gay marriage, and we made fun of a guy for sucking. You know what I mean? We. we, we <laughs> We were like, we want women yeah, you gotta do like, both. and be in the workplace, and we wanted to do that at Hooters. You know what I mean? We, we were, <laughs> but that we were like, we love a, little people. We have nights where we toss them at the store and the, the thing, and they have wrestling, and then the midgets would be like, you can't call us midgets anymore, you retard. We're like, what? Yeah. And it, <laughs> I see why they have to give you a list on the ships. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But the other thing that yeah. changed with ships is that the cohort of people who are on them has changed. First of all, people are a lot younger now as a, as an age average, because now there's families and, you know, in the old days, it was old people who went on cruises and now it's everybody. And even the people who are old, even the people who are old now grew up watching Carlin. So comedy is not like some new young man's game the way it was two decades ago. Um, so I, I, when they I say think, you got to be clean on a thing, but you do, but you don't, you just got to not curse a lot. You can, I can still do all the subjects. Like my adult show is not me just being dirt. It's like, I'm, ta- I'm like, we're adults here. Let's talk about real thing. You know what I mean? I just do. Right. It's just comedy, man. It's, I have to take off. I have to shave off a few of those jokes that I've always done that are like, that'll even punch the people that agree with me in the face a little bit. You know what I mean? I have to take off the, a one joke out of the religion stuff. Like if I'm talking about guns, I can't do the, I could do the, you're a pro Christian. You're a Christian. You're an anti sane gun laws Christian. You know I mean? What even the resurrection came with a three day waiting period. You know what I mean? Stuff like Jesus was the Prince of peace, not the Prince of peace. You know what I mean? It's church is supposed to be a safe place where, you know, only, <laughs> you know, what is it? What, what, I, this is the one I got rid of. Church is only a church is supposed to be a safe place where only critical thinking gets killed. You know, it's like, and so I take that off. I'll take that joke off. <laughs> That's a great line. So, <laughs> yeah, right. So you have to so soften like the edges a little the, bit. Right. Yes, which I, I used to be right. like, I'm not doing that. You know, this was, it's, uh, it's, I just do jokes, man. I just have fun. That's I'm cool. Like being All right. So, so, but this time you didn't, because when I think of ships, I think of you're just floating around the Caribbean and you're doing, you know, you went to some interesting places on this, this last few trips, man. Tell us about that. Cause I want to hear what it's like to be a comic on a ship that's in fucking the Aegean Sea is way more interesting to me. Yeah. I got less, well, less work done. You know what I mean? As far as like I, when I'm out there, I try to get up every day, meditate, read, get to the gym and uh write you know and do all those things everything so it's like i'm at the, wow. i'm like i'm at the it's i'm at work you know what i mean like that's what i i, I still have i still want to get better at this and keep you know get great so i'm still out there grinding and but uh, they, like they, those you end up going out and doing stuff because like oh, i've never been we went to like you know whatever you land in you land in rome and you drive down the countryside and get on a about an hour and get on a ship and then you float to turkey and then you're going to different places in Italy and Greece and Mykonos and Santorini and you know, all these just every place. So cool. It's like, 
Yeah, yeah, but I've, it's they are they're really cool. You go you go in and you you wander around and you meet people and you you like every place is look there's it's so clean and stuff over in Europe. That's kind of what I was surprised by. And then you just go and wander around ruins and it's like oh geez, like the ruins are in better shape than the tourists. You know, like it's like it's, it's just. <laughs> Well, it's do they build anything new you know what is they didn't build rome in a day but they they sure stopped working on it <laughs> so i don't know and, and most of the people speak spoke english you know so that's that's good you know it, but it's still it's still t-shirt and trinket shops you know what i mean it's right. still the same like right, right. if you want to go on a cruise ship practice not making eye contact with a jewelry salesman because that's what you're yeah. doing you know that's what you're doing yeah. what and I, bingo what, yeah. he wants, can we uh, interest you in the uh, roulette yeah yeah i uh, i um so i i just I, I stick to myself mostly in the other comics and then and go do a few things i should probably take advantage of the cruise ships more as far as like going on going on adventures and stuff i just i'm i'm there to do my jokes and live and get work done you know yeah I, I'm, I, and i'm pretty I and i'm pretty so cheap too I get right. off in Greece and they're like, let's go eat. And I'm like, what is this whole, this whole, there's a whole bowl here of free food. Yeah, but it's not today. <laughs> and it's like, I want to, I want a year. And then I'm just, you know, I'm like, I like food the way I'm used to getting it. So it's like, where's the euros? You don't have a year. What are we in Greece? What are you in Greece? What, what are you putting French fries in my year? Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you guys don't know what you're doing. The guy at the food yeah, court, he's right. got that. <laughs> they're making it too Greek. Yes. So. <laughs> But it's, it's the audiences change depending on where you go and blah blah blah. So you know, it's just it, it it's just people used to when you drive around the country, people are like, oh, what's it like being in Boo? It's the same. It's the same everywhere. It's the same. You just get out, you eat, you do, you know what I mean? It's, I guess it's more more adventurous. People find stuff to do everywhere. I when you know when I'm in Indianapolis, I I do the shows and hang out with my friends there, and then I'm not off exploring Indianapolis. Right. Yeah. I've gotten a little, I sort of been through cycles with that where I sort of like, I'm not doing any of that shit, you know? And then eventually like somebody goes, Hey, I went to see the blub. And I'm like, Oh wow. I should have done that when I was there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I leave a lot of places like I should have done that. But I, I, I was, I worked with a couple comics that are like, Hey, let's get off the ship and do this. Blah, blah, blah. And if I was somebody like that, then I I'll be like, all right. Yeah. 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 Cause if somebody else is into it, I figure it must I love be pretty that. cool. That must be pretty I love cool when the local comic or the cruise ship director, whatever, the person that knows the thing, they take you to the thing like, oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. You get to go like, to the oh, cool beach. Cool. Yeah, right. Actually, this, the comic Chris Wiles was on the last ship and he was he wants to get off everywhere. So it's like, yeah, yeah. So I get off like three of the four days with them or something and go hang out. And that stuff ends up being fun. You know, human interaction ends up being all right. <laughs> Happy to hear that. that yeah, no, no, that, at least in theory. <laughs> there's no, there's no sports. There's no sports on the TV. Like you know what I mean. So that's hard to keep up with that kind of stuff. The internet is sort of, you know, spotty whether you're going to get on or not. You know, so it's right. there's a there's a there's a few trade offs. Yeah. That's the thing about ships that people don't know. The, the, part of the joy of the ship is that for the customers is you get to get on and you kind of disconnect from the world. But when you're a comic and you're working on the ship. You're fucking disconnected from the world, yes. and and sometimes it's a few weeks in a row, and you're like, I don't know what's happening. I can't I talk to anybody. It's it's a weird bit of a weird existence. Yeah, yeah. But it's good yeah, for it a. Is. But you're a 
you're a weird recluse anyway. It seems like a perfect situation for you. Yeah, it is. 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 (laughs) I used to be all about social media and like really, I mean, as far as all about it, but I used to really spend a lot of time on on Facebook, especially arguing and man, wasted 12 years doing that. You know what I mean? Like embracing the negative stuff of somebody says something sideways to you, you just go off on it. Like I'm just trying, I can tell what I'm, when I'm not, you know, corrected right. well if I, if I go on and everybody start everybody's irritating me and i start going after people with my opinions and it's like all right you need so you need to you need to go meditate you need to get away from this or something yeah i'm impressed that you meditate and exercise so much i could use a little of both of those in my life yeah. yeah all right let's talk some football man how do you um you're a you're a long time falcons fan how what t- i heard you complain the about the cut co- I don't know. I feel like they got rid of the GM a while ago, and they got a coach. They got a coach, you know. And then they, I like. I don't know. I kind of like this coach. The team was terrible. Like, and they shouldn't have been after Dan Quinn left. You know, Dan Quinn was there. He was supposed to be rebuilding, it. and he, you know, they spent all that money on that on that quarterback that they couldn't get rid of. You know, and, you know I'm just playing because I know you hate it and want him to have a quarterback. But, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I wish they were better, but I just I kind of accept that they're they're not. You know, it's I haven't been able to watch football as much as I used to. And I'm, I'm a baseball fan. So I really I spend my sports energy on baseball a lot. Yesterday, right. you know, I, I I'll I'll watch here and there. There's but there's not a team that I'm like super excited to watch, you know, that much anymore. You know, yeah, I'm annoyed. I want to ask you about this. Like the NFL is really earlier in the year. They suspended all those players for uh for gambling. Right. But their whole thing is. Half the advertisements are for gambling sites. Like your your advertisers working. It's just working on yeah. the players. It's, you know, like yeah, yeah, it's, it's working. Advertising. It's definitely work. a tricky. It's definitely a tricky dance that they're dancing. But they, you understand if you if the people in the room that you're betting on are also betting, it does at least, of course, you know, look bad. Of course. <laughs> of course. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm sort of. I sort of. Um, I'm. I'm I'm okay with Pete Rose still being suspended because I'm like that's that's big, you know. What I mean, they need to make sure that players aren't yeah a zero tolerance policy, I guess. And my son's like, it's just a, they're just playing. It's just a thing they're doing. It's not they're not affecting the game. And it's like it's all these hypotheticals, right? Like if you if you you're yes. gonna get down you're gonna get down a lot of money, and then it's like if I I could just shave off seven points here, and then I get rid of that debt. Now they got you, you know what I mean? And then now they got yep. you. Anytime they call you, you have to do what they say. You know, it's that that's thing. Right. You would, but that's all of us, right? If you if you give up on your on your morals or standards at all, you chip away at it. Then it's like, oh well, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. And then you do it a little bit, and then you. It, you know, it just, it just puts you in a bad position to go down that road. Right. So. And even if it doesn't, it looks like it could, which is bad for the business. Right. So you understand why they have to. That's yeah. a, but everybody already thinks the NFL not everybody, but there's enough of these people that think the NFL scripted and blah, blah, blah. Like, That's uh, crazy. <laughs> I will say the one, the one thing that I have a little like. I I'm shaking my head like, listen, I thought 9-11 was an inside job. And I'm like, they uh, can't control football games. <laughs> 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 it does feel like when when the game like the do the refs err a little towards the team that's losing they want to keep it close a little because he, he, i feel yeah. like you call holding on any play right and then sometimes they call it and sometimes they don't it's just if you're gonna if you're gonna find a conspiracy anywhere it's it's in the the yeah. eth- the human ethic of let's keep it close <laughs> right 
<laughs> or you know, know if a if a guy if a one coach is just being a, a an ass to you all game and there's a close play you know what i mean it's human nature right to be like yeah especially if it's a gray area anyway right of course if it's black and white then you can't but if it's in the middle right right <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> yes and i don't know i don't know how you eliminate that human nature thing which is i don't know so it ends up being part of the fun overall probably unless it goes yeah. against your team yeah i agree with that all right, let's let's do this. We do, we have we have a few segments on the on the program. Hold on, you know this. Akeem Talib probably doesn't know that he's a song on All Pro Lines the podcast. <laughs> yeah, is that who that is? I don't even know yeah. who that is. Yeah. I, would, I would like the song i would like the song breaks to be a touch shorter yeah okay, i understand <laughs> there's a couple more long ones coming up I'll, I'll make a note for the producer the very beginning one you know what i mean it's cool i see you dancing around with the music and i'm like okay people are logging in that's you know what i mean it's it like takes that's... a second right that's right it's a, it's a good note it's your first good note all right <laughs> Today, I don't mean ever. You have good yeah, notes. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I, I mean, I'm enjoying this season of like, I, I like, I, I used to, when I wrote with you, feel like a little obligated that I have to, uh, I have to go write jokes for Kasaki today or blah, 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 you know, or with Kasaki oh. today. And then, and now I'm like, <laughs> I just text you whatever I think and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, ah, oh, that's a good joke. You know what I mean? It's, it's perfect fun. for you. It's I fun. don't hear from you for a month. And then one day you'll, <laughs> you'll send me like seven good jokes. I'm like, oh, look at Tom. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Segment. Uh, CJ Stroud, rookie record. No rookie has ever thrown for 470 yards in a game. It's amazing. Uh, five is touchdowns. It? Yeah. I mean, he's amazing, but it's, that doesn't seem unrealistic that that that's great. Yeah. It's a great, you're game. a kid. You just started. You're, you're new to the whole thing. Dan Marino yeah. didn't do it. Joe Montana. None of these people did it. None, none of the big true. shot. Mahomes never did it. It's kind of, you know, I mean, this this kid just started. Falcons beat him. And his team isn't even really very good, but he's making them good. Texans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I find him. I, I wish the Falcons could get on a time machine and go back and suck a little extra last year and draft that guy. That, that's, <laughs> that's the problem. They are just bad enough. It, just, every year. That's the thing. Yes. Like, just fucking be terrible. Last year, they had the perfect situation. They couldn't win. They... They they got Marcus Mariota for a song. They paid all of Matt Ryan's and Julio Jones money from the year prior. They did it exactly right. They just were like, fuck it, we're gonna spend we're gonna spend all we're gonna get back to zero so that we can build again. And except that they won several games. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so annoying. And this year, duh, if they had a good quarterback, they'd be six and two or whatever. But they don't. So here we are. Yeah, Matt. I don't know. Then they wouldn't have they wouldn't have six of the guys they got on defense. You know, what I mean, they got it. They you only got so much money to spend per year. So they got it. They it I, I all like it's like Kansas City, right? They you sink all those money, all that money into Mahomes and blah blah, and the, and now you have to have a downgrade a little bit on your receivers and a, and your running back and maybe a That's little true. bit less on the line. And then over time that, that wears out your team, you know, it, then you're less, you're thinner all through your lineup. So the injuries happen and blah, blah, blah. So right. sinking all that money into one, I get, 
I mean, never, you're right, though. It ends up making a difference. I but don't know. Not, that's, so that's the balance. What do you do? You know what But I mean? they're not it's sinking tough. money into C.J. Stroud. They got the perfect situation. They got a cheap that's guy true. for four or five years. So it's, the, it's, it's the dream NFL scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but you got to be really bad to get that draft pick. <laughs> I'm so glad they didn't get Deshaun. You know, I watched this. You talk about this. I don't know what this segment is that I'm supposed to do. But you, I watched yeah, you this this, this a couple of weeks ago when you had Bowers on, and he, he brought up um, – Watson and you guys briefly said something like, ah, it'd be a good movie, the killing Deshaun. And I, that, yeah, really, yeah. that's really stuck with me. It could be like a Beverly Hills <laughs> cop with, with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch it to Miss Pat. You know what I mean? That's such a, and, and change him to the Falcons or something. You know what I mean? It's such a great. Miss Pat could actually I, make it, get it done. <laughs> yes. And it, it, it's, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know how to write movies, but, I, but, but like, I got a movie <laughs> wrote, for you. You don't know how to write don't. TV shows either, but you did that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So you just, I just learn it as it goes. It's really, I, I really end up being just a joke writer on that show. So on that show, I just, uh, of course, that's I'm, what you I'm should be. That's what you're good yeah. at. Yeah. Nope. Nobody can learn to do what you did without spending a zillion years at something. You're, you, the skill that you have is way more interesting and rare than I can write the structure of a TV show. Yeah, I can tell you right now, I was really bad as a rookie. You know what I mean? That this whole thing about the rookie quarterback starting to me, I was like, there's it, and it's like it, it really points out like it's hard to be good at something right away. Like I, I don't want my. It makes me. Yes. It makes me worry about if I'm ever on a flight with a first year pilot or I need yes. that guy to have the have the 400 game 400 yard game. You know what I mean? I want yeah. the rookie that comes out of the gate. How long right. have you been doing surgery? <laughs> uh, I just started last week. What? Like you, you don't really think about how bad rookies are at things. Yeah. Until right. That's why this good thing is impressive. A, Yes, that's and, right. But Being you know, good at but, anything is hard. It's hard to do. They, that's right. They don't tell you how long. They don't tell you that they're rookies. You know what I mean? They don't tell you. Oh, we've been. I've only been doing this a year or two. Like, and then you just think, oh, they're good. At, they must be good at it if they're doing it. But they're all equally terrible at it. All at every job. Nobody walks into a job as a rookie and is great at it. Well, C.J. Stroud's pretty good. Yes, <laughs> we need C.J. Stroud's. So I'm All giving around. kudos. This is, this yes. is unusual. Yes. So I brought you around. You started this segment with, I don't know, I had such a big deal, 470 <laughs> yards. Seems totally possible. Yes. <laughs> All right. You want to give some taps? Very good. Some... Yeah. Like when I was with the first time I was with a girl, I was like, come on, I'm a rookie. I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be good. Yeah. I just started today. Day Remember that? Over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Bullard. Yes. I learned a phrase. I, I used it for I used it for three years when I started waiting tables. I just started today. Today. <laughs> <laughs> and his other line that sticks with me always, which I still think about sometimes when I just, when I just when I see the animal, penguins, penguins mate for life. You think just once one of them will go, honey? I swear to God, I thought that was you. Is that his joke? That's yeah, great. That's lot, you know who else has a version of that? Is um. Tom Rhodes. Tom Rhodes does a penguins make for life joke. <laughs> yeah, that's my baby. You know, he used to have that sort of like, uh, he has that really cool, like, bouncing yeah. around. Like, you'd be like, the penguins wait for life. They look at all the penguins and they're like, that's my baby. It's not, it's not, it, it's, it's classic to me, Rhodes, where it's not really a joke. It's not yet, a joke, exactly. Yeah. But the way he sort of does it is makes right. it funny, you know? When I, when, <laughs> When Gary took me to see uh, Chris Rock and uh, Dave Chappelle, 
uh, he was one of the comics who was there. There were about five or seven dudes that I knew who would just like came to kiss the ring and hang around and see a great show, you know? And he yeah. was one of them. I hadn't seen him in forever. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever met him. I met him in uh, a million years ago. He was, he was running around doing drugs with Hedberg, I think. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, you know, uh, I, I, speaking of Chappelle, I went and saw him, um, again, when I was writing on Pat, I went, he was, he was working on his, on his, probably it was like, it was like a year or a half ago. So it was probably whatever, six specials ago. Anyway, he was working on uh, his special <laughs> at Gary's club in Atlanta. Right. And so I went there and saw him like three nights in a row. It just sat in a corner and watched and And I worked with him when he was, when he was just starting back to stand up before his first Netflix special, like in this little 10 year run that we're having. I remember I, I had to get another buddy to go do the first show because I was coaching a son, one of my son's baseball games. And then I went and did the second show. And I ended up doing like three or four shows on the on that tour, like here and right around here in North Carolina. And, uh, you know, I didn't really connect with him or I talked to him a little bit backstage here and there, but hardly at all. And then um, Gary was like, hey, you want to meet him? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll go back there. So he brings me back there and I go in the green room to meet him. And he's like, hey, man. Because we met, right? We, we you look very familiar. Where did we meet before? I'm like, I, I, we've met, yeah, but you won't remember. It's just weird how his memory is that good. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. What's the you you meet one of some, these like crazy geniuses that remembers everything? <laughs> You're like, yeah. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> like you don't remember? Like, and he's like, yeah, do we? We were together. Yeah, was you know? I'm like, oh wow, that's so that's crazy. Because I barely remember any of the conversation we had. You know. Right, right. <laughs> That's cool. All right, give us uh, who you giving taps to this week. Um, uh, what games did I watch? I watched. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Who do I give? What you mean, like a, a taps, like a good job? Kudos and taps. That's the segment. That's what we give. Kudos and taps oh, okay. here. Oh, <laughs> uh, somebody's defense. How about that? Um, how, no, how about the dude that how about, I give it to the dude that beat the Falcons that that uh, that quarterback for that came. He's never Josh taken Dobbs. a snap his whole in the yes. And he just comes in. He's never thrown to those guys. He's never taken a snap from the quarterback. And then he it's comes amazing. in and beats the Falcons. Right now, that's they, I got that bonus coverage of the end of that game, and I'm like, oh no, there's a minute left. Somebody else has the ball. Here we go. I've, and, I've yeah, been seeing. I've been seeing incredible. clips. Like, yeah, I know. I'm seeing clips of like when they when he had to go in on the sideline. He's literally snapping the ball with the center for the first time ever. Yeah, that, he never that had a of... single snap in practice because they had a rookie that they were trying to get ready to play, and he had just yeah, that kind there. of stuff. That kind of stuff like tears me up a little bit. You know what I mean? It does. I know like it's really it's kind like of somebody. Beautiful. Yeah, somebody that's just that sort of that kind of story of just like a guy he doesn't really know any of those guys they don't even know if they respect and then you just go in and have that kind of thing happen like you you get that stuff is i love it you know i just love that sort of the emotion of like ah good for that guy and i think about like all the work he put in and his family right and, you know it's just good for him you know where he he didn't just go in and have an average thing happen or it's just cool you know i just yeah, i really i, I really man. like that kind of stuff you know and kudos to the to the uh, the Raiders team for basically getting rid of their shitty coach. <laughs> but yeah, with the, the having GM. a meeting with them and the yeah yeah, and then going like you go upstairs and talk to the owner and like uh, it's, I don't know, it's 
Uh, and all that. the pictures and the videos coming out afterwards about how happy the receivers are and like they're in the locker room smoking cigars running around like they just won the Super Bowl. God. That's the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum of like I, I even feel sorry for the guy. Like I, know. I didn't get to see him be a jerk to everybody, so I don't feel like you just picture like he's in there picking up his stuff just as everybody's right. like, yay! <laughs> it's the opposite of a gold watch. It's videos of how happy we are that you're gone. <laughs> Some third stringer that really liked McDaniels is going like, sorry, coach, I'm going to miss you. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Sneak there's in one, and, there's there's one sneak in and say goodbye. <laughs> he's never going to get another play. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. Let's segue to this. All right. All right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. This one's pretty quick. All right. Oh, it was. Yeah. Since you weren't impressed with the uh, rookie record, 470 yards for C.J. Stroud. Who did he beat? Now, this happened to a couple of these quiz things happened to be on mainstream media. So if you happen to see it, it's fine. But who was holding that record prior? Oh. Rookie record for quarterback yards in a single game. Uh, is it somebody modern? Like, is it like a like a, a Jalen yeah. Hurts or a, or a yeah, yeah, or a, yeah. Both or, both of the names that I have on this list were somewhat recently. Kyler Murray, kind of weird. Yeah, you know? that's the right universe. Yeah, a little further back. Those, those are my picks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Andrew Luck, four hundred thirty-three yards in one game. Oh, okay. And, and Andrew had just edged out 432 yards uh, held by Cam Newton when he was a rookie. Wow. Yeah, I can't Cam imagine him beast, man. throwing for that many yards. Because I know he, ra- he probably ran for 150 in that game too, right? Yeah. Who, what was yeah, that he game? he had a good run, man. Who was he again? Do you know that game? No, I don't. But I bet that game's fun to watch. Yeah, he really. I I remember like he had that uh, he had that big wide receiver out of Florida State that ended up trying to convert into a tight end. He sort of ate himself out of the league. He got kind of fat. Remember that guy? <laughs> was his Benjamin name? or something? Yes, Kelvin Benjamin. That's exactly yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I'm a Florida State fan, so I loved him. I, I just thought he was a beast. And then he, you know, it's you end up thinking was this, a guy's beast. Do- this guy's going to dominate, and then they just don't. You know, and he it's was like, uh. he did well. He he had a, he had a good run, but he you know. Get a little out of shape or whatever, and he made a lot of. He dropped the ball a lot too. He was never very good. Yeah, if you're not. He's in the NFL starting. He's not, he's not any good. He's, you know, he's yeah, good. I know, right? That's I've I've said this for years, and people are screaming, "You suck!" Like this guy's the forty second best in the world at what he does. He doesn't suck. Take it easy. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take it easy. Like, don't yell that at a comic. Don't yell that at a like. He, he doesn't <laughs> suck. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best at this of everybody you ever met and you're the one you suck at Ugh, idiot. <laughs> all right now this is a question this question is again i don't expect you to know this i just find the answer to be interesting the he's the sixth player to ever throw this is again cj stroud he's the sixth player ever not just rookies of all time in nfl history to throw 450 yards five touchdowns and no picks in a single game do you have any idea who the other five guys were? You want to throw out some names? This is an interesting list. If it was no throwing picks, it wasn't Cam Newton. Um, That's right. I Lots of yards, I, five touchdowns and no picks in a single game. Yeah. Dan Marino? Yeah, that's a great uh, guess. He's not on this list. But they didn't I would really, have definitely guessed Even Drew Brees then they didn't for throw. this. Yeah. 
Breeze had um, a bunch of like huge games with no picks, I think. But according to it, this, who, he's not who on this. Who did Randy list. Moss play with? Let's see. Maybe a, give me a Randall Cunningham and a and a, a, yeah. a Tom Brady. Yeah, that's um, the right universe. All right, here's my list. Here's the list: Peyton Manning, Big Ben, Jared Goff, Donovan McNabb, and Y.A. Tittle. What year was that? Wow. <laughs> Y.A. Tittle's in. He's is that like forty-seven. When, when is that? He's in black and white. He's 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 in one of those pictures where he's like punting and he's his arms are out like this. Like that's I bet he could have kicked a field goal. <laughs> yeah, I bet yeah. These guys did everything. I think Some the thing going back to your directions. question about the punters, about the punters and the why aren't they good kickers? Because it's a it's a different kicking motion and they're probably like, Oh, it messes it might mess it might hurt his leg to do it that way. It's like it's like why they don't bring in a third baseman to pitch anymore. They're like, you know what I mean? It could, he's it, the throw's different and it's going to mess up his shoulder. And sometimes it does, you know, so maybe it's some something like that. With this the answer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the, the 470, I don't know, man. I, you're very excited about this, CJ. I think it's more, it's just, it's a fluke game. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just a. It's not, though. He's been so good all year and he's just a kid. It's amazing. When you see him in the interview the after, it's like, he's not quite. <laughs> Falcons knew how to shut him down. The magical <laughs> team, the Falcons, the mighty Falcons. Oh, so annoyed. You know, I was trying to explain this to somebody earlier. I, in prior years, you, you kind of, I see I had more of like the acceptance that you have of like, yeah, they're not very good right now. It's all right. But this year I'm annoyed because the players are good. And I feel, and maybe part of it's fantasy. Like, are Drake they? London. Yes, is Drake it, London is. He- is Drake London is top 10 wide receiver in the NFL right now. And Kyle Pitts is definitely top five tight end in the NFL right now. How can you say that when the they've ball. never been it? They've never they been have. It. Kyle Pitts is absolutely – Kyle Pitts smashed records as a in rookie college. tight end. No, as oh, a rookie okay. tight end with the ghost of uh, Matt Ryan. And then with this new regime and, and a poor quarterbacking, they, they're, they're, they're hiding the quarterback, and they should. Because a couple times when they've let him throw it, it's bad. I understand. But that goes back to the whole thing of like, it's a $6 billion franchise. There's one person who touches the ball on every play who's clearly the most important person on the team. And you don't have, you have two guys who aren't in the top 50 at that position. That's irresponsible. You have to at least get a Derek Carr level guy. Anything below that is irresponsible. Unless you have some very specific, we're going to eat it, save money, and then spend it all the next few years, crazy genius plan. Just this middling win six or seven games every year with a shitty quarterback, it's just terrible. I hate it. It makes me mad. Yeah, I, I, can, I know it does. I don't know. I just, like, you, like you, there's not very many great quarterbacks, and I, I – Somehow, maybe it's, I just don't know the game enough. I just feel like those both those guys you listed are I, there's they're better to have than Derek Carr. You know, to me, Derek Carr, you know, it, he's pretty average, also in my opinion. Yeah, Derek Carr is uh, average, the, average in whatever. the scheme of like NFL. But yeah, yeah, he's average in the scheme of the NFL, right? But both of the guys we have are way below average in the scheme of the NFL. They yeah. keep you out of playoff contention. It's not possible to do to win a playoff game. With Derek Carr, you could. So that's that's frustrating to me as a fan. Anyway, Has, hasn't Heineke won a playoff game? Didn't he win one with the with the Washington one year? He definitely had some scrappy kind of excitable games where he came in and had some zip and was interesting, better than expected, with low expectations. Maybe he won a playoff game somewhere in there. 
I expected the Falcons to just sort of be able to run the ball and just be like, all right, we're going to run the ball. And then, and we're just going to keep hammering the ball. And they just, they don't really do that well either from what I see. <laughs> I know. What are they doing? <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating. All right. Here's our longest one. But now it's time for which comes first. Oh yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time <laughs> Where do you get for these? which Did comes you... <laughs> first. This one, this one, Glenn, Glenn and Aaron went off and spent an afternoon and worked on this for a long time. Ah, it's kind of, kind of, kind of funny, dude. That's that was catchy, right? Yeah. All right, which comes first, Falcons franchise quarterback or new coach? Uh, well, they're going to have to get a lot worse to get a quarter, uh, franchise quarterback, probably, right? Um, probably, but you can occasionally buy one. You like so you can get a Kyler Murray type when they they're going to go get somebody else. Maybe there's these moments. I know. think they're going to. I think they'll get a quarterback first. I don't know. I kind of like. I, I, I again naively, I think this coach is sort of is has made him better. I think with Dan Quinn, who's supposed to be a genius, they they got worse, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. I think this coach is fine. Okay. So, think, the franchise quarterback comes first. Yeah, yeah. All right. Where do, where, do, where do the people find you, Tom Simmons, if they're looking to get a little Tom Simmons in their lives? Where do they, where I do can't they imagine that's – I can't imagine that's the case. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's not, wasn't, that's not, no, no. This is your <laughs> opportunity to plug. It's just uh, T Simmons comedy on uh, on Instagram, and then uh, Tom Simmons on Facebook. You know, okay, that's uh, that's really it. That's where you find me. Where they can, they can, I guess XM and Sirius watch the Miss Pat show on BT Plus. Um, Writer for Miss Pat. I didn't even give you. I didn't even give you legit credits. I just introduced you as my friend. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, the man has yeah, credits. I should have been... wrote, wrote better jokes this week. You know? <laughs> Your jokes have been great, man. By the way, I can't <laughs> believe you're even a little bit sheepish about it. Like your your, your percentage is high. You, you make me laugh. Like sometimes when I get texts from people, I'm like, ah, whatever. But when I see your name on my phone, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a good joke in here. I had excited. a thing happen with I've had a thing happen with you where I noticed online, like it, it's it's like the Pat Show, like you, if you have if you write one that's sort of a hit, oh, you you get a lot of leeway for the next seven. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, so, you get a little more. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably I'm like, true. I'm like, I don't I know. Like I, I don't love this joke, but I guess they do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you've had like. Uh, a little, I think I've had a little run with you where you're like, ah, he's uh, Simmons is writing some good ones. So you've given a couple yeah, of them a right. little, little more pub, a little more pub than you, than they probably deserve. But no, that's I don't not know. I'm right. swinging probably I, the, I, the other way. You know, this you season have the I've other had a thing, thing where you're a writer where you see where you see the version that I post. You're like, ah, you tweaked it and kept it from yeah, being yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucked it up. <laughs> yes, this week you did it. What did I do? Yeah. Do you remember? Um. I wish I could look, but I think it's the, uh, the it's you did a you did a meme of one, and I was like, God, he really made that less whatever. And that, did I suck the funny out of it? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember which one now, but it's it just a, a, a slight wording where I was like, why? It's I like that word better. Like you know how I am. You know? Yeah, so, of course. Well, we all are. Of course, that's what you right. Yeah, but I I I I really like I same thing on the pat show now it's like i i get sometimes i'll argue the wording but i just don't anymore like it's they're gonna do it the way that it, that they hear it in their head so to with you right 
I don't even I don't even really go back and edit it back because a lot of times you write a joke and then it's like, no, nah, it worked better this word, this word. And I just I figure you're going to you're going to fix it if and really sometimes it's about just the the topic. Like when I yeah. hit on <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, when I hit on the thing, I don't can't believe I never thought of like like writing about how bad the NFC South was and comparing it to the actual South. You know, like they the Civil War, they, lost, they won more battles in the Civil War or whatever those were. It's like. Yeah, I find that sort of angle, and then it's like, then my mind tries to. I end up writing five or six jokes, sort of along that line. It's like, ah, oh, this is a new thing I hadn't even thought of, you know? Or right, right. Listening to the game last night when I heard the that thing about when he did the Tiger Woods, when he was like Tiger Woods or whatever, when Jalen Hurst did that, it's like that, yeah. that was the, like you. Those are the things that jump Both out. Both of us perked up at exactly the same moment. Yeah, you know, like you have a Tiger Woods play. That means blah blah blah, and then you write. I write five or six dumb lines and then one of them is the joke that you like or the one right. that makes you makes you write the joke that you like that's that's right that's the other thing that people don't know is sometimes just the little spark gets you to something else that winds up being good but you couldn't have gotten there without the spark and so that's all yeah, part like, of the process too right it's like you find the little premise and then the premise opens the door to the to the jokes right and so right. that's sort of what i what i get excited by when i find that Oh, this door right here has jokes behind it. I don't know the jokes yet. Sometimes I'll even start typing it. Like, like yesterday when I started texting, uh, it was like they have a they have an audible called the Tiger Wood, and then I just I just know the joke's going to come to me as I'm typing it. Like, and I don't even have the joke yet sometimes, and I come <laughs> and I'm typing in the setup. That's cool because the setup is the important part, really. You know what I mean? Like that's the you know I used to I used to get mad at comics that would sit in the back of the room and do the do premise shopping they're not stealing jokes they're just like oh that premise i like that premise like yeah that's the fucking hard part yeah right, you know right. What I mean? <laughs> yeah 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 you heard a right. premise and now you thought of a punchline and now it's your joke you're, you're that's still stealing jokes you know yeah what I mean? for like, sure that's the, it's yeah. the that unique angle that's I, I i like finding those so that's i don't know what was the question <laughs> 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 where can people find out about you i believe that was the question yes you, you, you've given them a little a podcast that i, that I have for. a bunch of them on i don't know how i don't really don't know how if i'm going to do it for much longer to be honest but it's um it's called pitch. dumbest tom in the room yeah it's well it's there's about 50 episodes so there's some there's some funny in there me talking to people and stuff so and well people who listen to podcasts like podcasts what's the name of it again dumbest tom in the room yeah well, i love that yeah all right how many toms you got in there it's just me <laughs> it was yeah i wonder who it is yeah it was dumbest guy in the room you know what i mean it's, but there's a, a couple people sort of complained i already do a thing with dumbest guy in the room so we just put a piece of tape over guy and wrote tom on it and changes <laughs> the dumbest tom in the room <laughs> <laughs> how have i not heard this i gotta go listen to this myself yeah 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 it's it's i got some travel coming up this week yeah right. find a couple that you like you know okay i'll do it thanks for doing this buddy it's great to talk to you even if it's in this weird form it's nice to hang yeah yeah rest. last time i talked to you it was from my car in this format and i was in my car under a in a parking lot oh during wow the pandemic, that was during the pandemic I, was, I remember that yeah and i was like the end of the world is coming everybody get ready to global warming you know i was like that was when i was in like the depths of darkness you know well it was the pandemic it's fair to think about it then you know that makes sense it's a perfectly yeah. rational conclusion i was really 
I still think it's all coming down, but whatever. <laughs> but slower, slower than we thought. <laughs> well, it's not really. It'll be all, it'll be, yes. It'll be all, it'll, it'll be very quickly once it starts. Uh, okay, good. Well, this is a good closer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom Simmons, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, man, see you. <laughs> Is that it? Hold on.